Hi, everybody. It's been a while since we've been on here. So welcome back to our booze. I'm Andrea. I'm Gabriella. I'm Cindy. And we are Haunted Admanas. That was beautiful. No, it wasn't. You messed up. No. Cindy and I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Andrea, no. I don't know how... I don't know how many times I have to explain to these dum-dums that just because it sounds bad on their end don't matter because on my end it sounds perfect and I'm the one recording wow. everything. It's funny. <laughs> anyway. So this episode is called Spooky Soulmates. Ooh, a spooky. Episode number eight. No. Okay. So we took a break last week because it's summertime and the living's easy. We went on vacation and now we're back and we're ready to share some spooky stories with you guys. Yeah. So Nana, why don't you kick us off with your research topic? Yes. Okay, so for this week's episode, my research topic is on the oh-so-famous Ed and Lorraine Warren. Couple gold. Yes. Better known as the king and queen of the paranormal community and power couple of all things spooky. They're well-known paranormal investigators throughout the nation. They both met in 1944 and then married a year later. They eventually have a daughter named Judy. I'm sure you guys seen The Conjuring and yeah, yes, yeah. Um, okay, um, Judy, the actress, not the real, not the real daughter, but she was actually shown in one of the Annabelle's. Oh, really? Like the real life daughter? No, not not the real life. Just an actress portraying Judy, and that was the first time. Oh, yeah. in uh, Annabelle. Annabelle, yeah, yeah. the latest Annabelle, yeah. Or- yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, so Ed is a demonologist and Lorraine declares herself as a clairvoyant and trans medium. So in case none of you guys know, a lot of their investigations later turn into well-known movies such as Haunting in Connecticut, Annabelle, and the latest movie that just came out, The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Which, mm-hmm. guys, we need to see, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> Um, I don't want it. And I have a story to tell you guys. What? Remember how Chris and I almost told you the other night? And oh, didn't. yeah, you didn't. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'm scared. <laughs> well, I don't um, know. Oh, let me finish. You know, I'm explaining my research topic, Andra. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> they would investigate alleged hauntings, whether it was apartments, houses, and many more. They also wrote books, and they would actually go give lectures on parano- paranormalism to high school students and college students, which I would have signed up for in a heartbeat. Same. Ed grew up in a haunted home. He would hear knockings, footsteps, and different sounds. Occasionally, he would see shadow figures and hear names being called out. Even though he would experience these occurrences his dad would always try to debunk them claiming there's a logical reason for everything even though his dad was never able to 
Um, all these occurrences for Ed happened between the ages of 5 and 12 years old. As for Lorraine, she has always experienced her unique abil abilities since she was a child. Funny fact, she actually thought everyone had the same abilities as her. That was until she was 12 years old that all things changed. I mean, I would too. Mm-hmm. I mean... So at 12, um, she realized... You know, it's not everyone else around her that mm -hmm. has the same abilities. Abilities, sorry. <clears throat> she and her classmates were planting in the backyard of their school playground. And the nun at the time was noticing her, like, look above, um, not planting. She's just staring off to space. And she was asking Lorraine, like, what are you looking at? And she was saying, like, I see this tall tree. And the nun was asking, like, oh, are you seeing the future? And she's like, yeah, I see this little seed. Like, I envision the details of the tree, how it's going to turn out from the vines and the leaves and everything. Interesting. Yeah, that's what um, she claimed. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I wanted to discuss discuss them, because... Obviously, in the paranormal community, they play such a huge influence for us all. And, of course, clearly, even in Hollywood, look at all the movies that were created based off their cases, you know? Yeah. It just proves to show, like, there's more to this world than what it seems. Right. You could try to debunk them as much as possible, but there's always the unexplained. Yeah. And it's funny Agreed. because a lot of people don't know it, but... Like, they are such a big part of, like, almost everyone's lives. Like, look at all the movies based on their cases. And they're all connected. Exactly. Like, not... Obviously, the cases themselves aren't connected, but they're connected back to Ed and Lorraine. So, mm -hmm. it it's just weird because a lot of people... I feel like a lot of people don't know her. Or not just her. They don't know them and their significance in in the haunted community. In these movies like hello these movies wouldn't have existed without them to yeah be not even these movies just in life in general like, right they're viewed as like not just the king and queen of the paranormal and such but also like you could say the ghostbusters you know mm -hmm. when a priest can't control something who do they call in the rain <laughs> yeah it's a big deal yeah. yeah actually for the annabelle case uh how it all started there was two college um girls were nursing students living in an apartment and um of course they had the raggedy ann doll which is known as the annabelle doll and um they noticed it was haunting them it just got worse and worse progressively and they eventually reached out to a priest to cleanse the apartment but it wasn't working out so he, the priest himself um advised them to reach out to ed and lorraine what dude that's how they got involved and introduced to the annabelle doll that's crazy i never knew that yeah i love how you picked them for this episode because i think most importantly what we should admire about this couple is the love they have for one another yeah like, they've been together since they were so young and they stuck it out stuck and they like have stuck it out through all the messy hauntings and the evil presence that 
has been around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's difficult. I feel like it's easier to stick it out in that sense because you're surrounded by these evil beings. What are you going to turn to? You want to turn to the love of your life. You need some love in your life, and yeah, that's what I'm they provided for each other. They they were Mickey and Minnie. Okay, they need some love in their lives <laughs> with all the evil shit they do. Yeah. So I actually never watched any of like The Conjuring or Annabelle. Neither have I. Have those movies until like recently, and I'm saying like within the last like two years. I was always, I've just always been scared, right? But the day that Lorraine passed away, I want to say it was two years ago, I had saw it on, like, the news. And I, like, came home and I told Chris right away. I'm like, Lorraine died. She's the last <laughs> of the movies. You know? I'm like, we have to, we have to do something in her honor. So he was like, well, let's watch The Conjuring. I'm like, <laughs> it's like I, I want to do something in her honor, but. I don't want to do that much in her honor now. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, actually, I did. I was like, okay, I'm going to suck it up because I was just terrified, you know? So I sucked it up. We made popcorn, uh, grabbed a bottle of wine, and that's how I watched the first of those, like, the first movie of those series, and it was The Conjuring. Then we watched part two, and then The Nun, and only recently did I watch Annabelle. And that was the last one. I think, so I think we mentioned before that Gabriela and I started watching La Llorona. Yeah. But we couldn't finish it. So we have to, we have to make yeah. sure we finish it. We have to finish that. Yeah. Andrea, I definitely recommend you watch these movies. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as you think. However, I almost forgot. I have to tell you what happened. What? Oh, yeah. So when The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It came out, Chris and I again made it a movie night and then we started watching the other movies that i hadn't seen which was annabelle the annabelle series and person i went to bed and i didn't pray that night you idiot i know i know biggest mistake okay the next morning i wake up and I'm lying in bed and I'm like, wow, I had a nightmare last night, which I never have nightmares like ever. And Chris was like, yeah, I know. I had to like wrap my arms around you. Why? And um, I'm like, okay, well, what what did you hear? He's like, I don't know what, Chris. <laughs> I want to I want to know like, exactly what, go get him. Uh, it's fine. He's like playing video games right now. Um, I think he said that he heard me like. He said that I sounded scared and I was like mumbling something, but he couldn't really understand. Right. What? So. Mm-hmm. But he, that's where I'm like, oh my god! So it was real. This nightmare was real because, I it, like it all came back to me. Right. So in my dream. I am in a house and I walk downstairs to the basement and the basement bathroom was closed, right? So, but something like drew me to the basement bathroom. Mm-hmm. And right when I was approaching it, something like in my head told me that there was 
something negative in the bathroom. But I still like proceeded to to go. And as soon as I like, I had to like, I don't it was I don't know why. And of course, like the nightmare is not as clear to me now. But I, from what I remember, like I had to like save someone that was in the bathroom or something. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so I opened the door, and all of a sudden, it's like this negative energy feeling. So this feeling was the exact same feeling I got back in Nicaragua, Nana, mm-hmm. when oh I had the um, mm-hmm. what's what's that called? The sleep paralysis. The sleep paralysis. So it's oh, that's when like when I and and it's funny because like during the nightmare I knew it was a nightmare, right? But when I entered the bathroom, because that feeling came back and I felt like true negative energy. I was like, oh, this is not just a nightmare that like my brain came up with it because of the movies. This is a sign, oh you know God. what I mean? Yeah. And I was like scared, but then I was like, oh no, like it's fine. Like I'm not, whatever, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm gonna get through this, right? So that negative energy was in the room. It was in the air, it was very thick. So I started praying, right? And I was like, it was really hard. Again, just like the first time mm-hmm. um, next to you, Nana Nicaragua, it was really hard to say Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I learned that if you say Jesus Christ three times, it whatever negative presence is nearby, it like removes it. It not or like makes it weaker, right? Right. So I, I was like, Jesus christ like that's how hard i was trying to to say it but it was like so it was really hard so then i'm in the bathroom i'm i'm doing this i'm like trying to pray and then i look up to my face and my face is a demonic face oh my god oh my god i are red then they turn black then they turn blue and they turn red again and like my heart is like beating a mile a minute and that's when I'm like oh this thing is fucking with me right but I get this like whole new motivation to to like beat it I was like no no." like it was like good versus evil at that time so I don't know what prayer I ended up saying but I something told me like not to like just to face it and not to like run away not to like whatever and so I kept looking at myself at my scary ass fucking face and then I started like praying even more like even harder kind of like screaming at myself and that's when I think um Chris heard me and had to put his like arm around me because I was like this is the house of God (laughs) I feel like I always do that when I'm like trying to be serious but what scared me about that is um I feel like I should have known better and I should have prayed before watching these movies because it's not the first time I've heard people experience weird things right. while watching or after watching these movies, yeah. right? <laughs> so we were supposed to watch like, I don't know, the, I think it was Annabelle Returns Home or, or like part three, right? Right, right. Of right. Annabelle because this was with part two. Right. This happened after I watched part two and I couldn't anyway. So we were supposed to watch it the next day. I was like, nah, I'm not going to. Then 
the following night, he was like, come on, we have to, we have to watch it. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch it, but I have to prepare myself this time. Right. So I, I Googled like, um, a protect, protecting prayer. I said, Mm -hmm. uh, St. Michael's prayer. Right. Then Chris went around the house and saged the the entire house. Oh, good. And I grabbed, and I grabbed the holy water and, um, I put it on myself. I put it on Chris. I put it around. I know I saw that too. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. What? Sure, did you see that? What? Good. No, so, shut up. Shut up. Whatever you're going <laughs> to fucking say, shut Andrea, up. Like, we like glitched. Like my face and Cindy's face, like our box for Discord yeah, turned all, green. Literally, literally for a split are all doing Like it's like a flash it. of green just came across us. Like, Y'all better shut the hell up right now. Shut the heaven up. Oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> um, so I I like as Chris is upstairs like saging and I'm like praying, I knew he's he was praying upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, Why are you doing this? But like I yeah. knew he was I knew I know Chris, he was also scared. So and he came back downstairs, I was like, Did you say a prayer? He was like, I did. And he's like, Can we watch this movie now? I'm like, Yeah, because we're protected. Yeah. And then after we watched the movie. Like when we got into bed, um, I put holy water on me again. I have, I still have the holy the the bottle of holy water next to my next to my bed, but I did like a prayer again, and then I fell asleep, and then I haven't had a nightmare. So that's good. But yes, I think that oh, oh. it did it again. Oh. Y'all need to stop. This is not funny. Every time I hear something, I look away, and you guys keep saying that it's doing it. I'm genuinely, I'm gonna run away right now. If, I don't. I don't know. What I are just... you hearing, Andrea? Uh, calm down. It's nothing. No. What are you hearing? You won't tell me to calm down. I don't know. I just keep hearing like something going on. I'm like, what the heck? Your mom has all these boxes down yeah. here. Her no, it's boxes. like down here. It's probably like... a spider crawling between those boxes. That doesn't make anything better for me. You know, <laughs> I'm still gonna run away screaming. Okay. None. You know what's crazy though? I remember a couple of guys. Days ago, nope. A couple nights. Oh no. <laughs> Andrea. I'm scared. <laughs> Chill out. I keep hearing no. things. Yeah, it's called living with your parents and they're upstairs and you're in the basement. I hear things hearing down here. We're still upstairs. one. He's in his room. <laughs> you're you're not alone, Andrea. Oh my god. But anyways, like a couple nights ago, like I don't remember, but I remember being like, it's like, you know, you had a, a nightmare, like a weird dream. You just don't remember it. Like, you feel yeah. weird waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like... I know what you mean. Something was off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, just, it, I had that experience. And that was like... Waking up here or... Here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so... happy we ain't doing Sissy Night at Cindy's anymore. Why? <laughs> it's fine. Not. My house is not haunted. I took care of whatever... You All know, right, we booze. Have I need the booze to vote in on this. Y'all better comment on our next IG post and let us know or DM us what your thoughts are. Do you Did still you think that? Cindy's place is haunted? Let us know. Please stop talking about my screen going green. <laughs> it wasn't right. <laughs> I'm scared. It was like a little like shadow. Like Oh, the light's the flickering inside. a lot. Because oh, okay. it's not on all the way. I already debunked that. Why the fuck are the lights? Because like, it's not on all the way. Because it's like really hard to push up for some reason. They like painted oh, it like years ago. So um, this is why you know it's 
It's good to not freak out. It's part of the paranormal investigation process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you say? Whatever you say. <laughs> oh, Andreas. Stop freaking out. Okay. So isn't that, but isn't that crazy? That's scary. That's what it is. I know. Mm-hmm. I, if I told mom, she would be like, that's what you get for watching. Just kidding. She would, 100%. And have a house. But like, it's entertaining and, you know, it's real life, real life stories and you need to watch, you know, mm-hmm. be informed when good beats evil. Mm-hmm. Guys, do you think we should um have like a little sissy night, but with mom and try to convince her to watch more no, movies? It's not going to work. Nope. Uh-huh. Yeah, nope. Mom would be very upset. Yeah. She, no, she, she, she wouldn't. <laughs> what you both just looked upstairs tango's probably upstairs damn it i sleep by myself <laughs> <laughs> you can sleep with me tonight sissy and we'll make her sleep point in your bed upstairs that's okay I'll <laughs> Lola. oh Lola. Mm. all right I don't well no more oh my god i'm dressed up else is fine well, but this was, I honestly think from the bottom of my heart that this was a lesson learned. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me. Like, I don't think it was like, oh, a regular mm-hmm. nightmare. I think yeah. it was one of those and things. That, that that's the thing. It doesn't happen to everyone, obviously. It, But mm-hmm. like some, it does happen to people. And I really, truly think that sometimes it's random and sometimes it is connected because of something. Like, am I going to say it's connected because of your house? Maybe. But we're also not gonna go there because Cindy's gonna. I don't get think mad. it's my house because when I had the, I keep saying what's the name? What's it called? The experience mm-hmm. I had any paralysis. That the sleep paralysis that was way before I moved into this house. Yeah, that was back That's in twenty seventeen. Yeah, true. that was twenty seventeen. Yeah, and true, so, true, true. but again, um, I'll say this: like for some reason, I'm, I'm not freaked out. It was like. Just, I have this like overall feeling that like good one always mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Let's do I the really cross do too before watching a movie, like the sign of the cross. Yeah. And like after watching the movie, whenever I walk upstairs alone to my bedroom, Cindy, I do the sign of the cross because sometimes I'll be watching TV before I go to bed and I, I knock out. I'm like, oh, and I forget to pray. Mm-hmm. But I feel more comfortable knowing the fact as I'm back, as I'm walking upstairs to my room all alone next to the attic. I do the sign of the cross. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It does. It calms me down too. Like when you were telling your story, Cindy, I said Jesus Christ three times in my head and I felt calm because I was getting scared. You know, yummy. Y'all heard me getting scared. So like, I mean, it's just, I don't even care if people say it's a mental thing. I still felt calm. Mm -hmm. I always turn to my, my beliefs. So it makes me feel better personally. So yeah. All right, well, let's move on. This was a little on the serious side. It was. (laughs) All right, so my campfire tale is about a couple and a ghost. Ooh, okay, Cindy, I see you. Yes, it's called The Ghost Was the Least of Our Problems. Oh, Oh, shit. I swear (laughs) to God, if you tell me, if you tell me it's the relationship that was the biggest problem. More than the ghost. <laughs> she go and turn right. to the ghost and be like, "Come for me." Okay, so 
After spooky things started happening in our new house, a scary thing happened in our marriage. My ghost is a mother. I am convinced of this by both the ghost's behavior and the history of our house. You see, a mother died here on the property. We were told the three-story Victorian was being sold as is after longtime owners, a couple, had died tragically. Ooh, see, a three-story Victorian, that's my dream. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then again, <laughs> but we all usually know. three-story Victorians comes with a Anyway, mm -hmm. they didn't die inside the house, the agent said, without offering details. We didn't pry. We're Canadian. <laughs> okay. That's the... My wife loved the renovation challenge the house presented. I loved the location, close to dear friends. Having already lost several bidding wars, we were thrilled to learn our offer had been accepted. I was newly pregnant and the house was such a deal. Included in the purchase were all our appliances, the electrical light fixtures, and a judgmental ghost, the last not making her presence known until a few months later. We packed away any worries and focused on constructing our new life. My wife began gutting the house while I focused on my ever-expanding tummy. But on reflection, bad luck had met us at the front door. I was put on bed rest because of my apparently incompetent cervix and stayed there for a, the better part of seven months. Oh my god. <clears throat> Almost everything in the house needed to be replaced. Plumbing lines were slopped into the street and veins of electrical wires restrung through skeletal wood framing. History was demolished and order restored under the capable hands of my fearless wife. She needed no help from me except for occasionally answering her shouted questions. What do I do with all these crucifixes they left nailed to the walls? Throw them out? Ooh. What, son? No. <laughs> oh. Bed rest wasn't so bad. The house was full of friends and family pinching in on the renovations. We added one more to the party when I delivered a perfect baby girl. Motherhood intoxicated me. I felt like a superhero. I had created life with my uterus, by far the coolest thing any of my organs had accomplished. Sometimes just my mere presence alone soothed her, but we weren't the only mothers in the house. Ghosts are experts at gas. Ghosts are experts at gaslighting. You quickly begin to question your eyes and ears. When the door to our bedroom creaked open on its own during 3 a.m. feeding, I figured the door like the baby had trouble latching. I sensed someone had entered the room though, wagging a finger while I fed the baby from a bottle. Then suddenly the television went off, as if to say, if you aren't going to breastfeed, can you at least pay attention to her? I brushed it off as bad wiring combined with sleep deprivation. A few months later though, the bad wiring grew more audacious. I had decided to put the baby to bed a little earlier that night, turning the light off as I entered the room. But as I laid her down, the light switched back on. Puzzled, I walked over to the dimmer switch and found the knob turned to the on position. That was on. I turned it off, but as soon as her back touched the mattress, the light snapped on again. Instead of feeling scared, I grew angry. This ghost's maternal judgment had crossed the line. She was arguing with me, saying it was too early for bedtime. Didn't I know better? Well, I had been a mother for six months. I did know better. 
and I gathered myself and announced to the room, this baby is going to bed right now. As the words escaped my lips, we were thrown into darkness. I screamed and bolted down the stairs with my baby and into the waiting arms of my partner who heard the commotion. She soothed my fragile nerves, checked the room and came back to explain calmly that I was out of my mind. Ghosts are not real. <laughs> she was right. It was probably a slippery knob, a blown fuse, a coincidence. I was a fool to doubt her. The next day, my wife made some inquiries. I came to her, waving a burning bouquet of sage, smudging the house to ward off evil spirits. Our second child was born three and a half years later. More spirited than our first, she preferred night to day, but she was funny, charming, and her smiling, bright blue eyes made you forgive any sins. We were getting used to sleepless nights in the house anyway. One time, a nightmare woke me up. As my eyes adjusted to the dark, I saw a black shape hovering over me, the exact size of a human head. Oh my god. <sighs> I shimmed my hand under the covers. Oh. I shimmied my hand under the covers to touch my sleeping wife's arm and whispered, Am I still dreaming? She opened her eyes a little, then a lot. Jesus, she said, leaping from the bed and flicking on the light. It wasn't a head, of course, but a partially deflated helium balloon from our daughter's birthday party that I had yet to tidy up. Oh my god. It had meandered up from our main floor, down the hall, through our bedroom doorway, across the room, and settled above my sleeping face, as balloons do all the time. Oh my god. The burning bouquet of sage returned. As the years passed, things got tougher for us. Money was tight. The same stresses we survived before now carried so much more weight with two children to support. Anytime we had, anytime we had with each other had been swallowed whole by the endless chores and repairs the house demanded. The strange occurrences, we barely gave them a second thought now. A glass lighting crossed the length of the dining room table? Condensation. A rocking chair rocking independently? Uneven floors. So many of the unseen threats around us, I ignored as benign. We had everything we ever wanted, we told each other daily. We were happy, right? But I couldn't shake the feeling that something died. Was our once celebrated love now nothing more than a half deflated balloon? No, our love story was solid and true. I trusted that we would find each other again once the toddler years were over. Instead, my wife disappeared. Well, she didn't really disappear, she just left. They called it a tsunami divorce. You may spot a small wave of trouble in the distance, but you don't believe the magnitude until it's too late. In this new world, life moved in a blur of grief. The children got bigger, shared custody started. Sometimes I swore I could hear my ex-wife's boots in the hallway. I found myself often alone in an empty haunted house full of memories and questions. What did I do wrong? Did anyone else see this coming? Where did everybody go? The house itself seemed dead, as if all the life had moved out instead of just one person. I refilled it with new friends, lovers, pets, and dinner parties, but it felt like weekend at Bernie's with everything falsely animated. Even the ghosts had given up on me. No pictures falling off walls, no slamming doors, just silence until one night while I was watching late night television and the mid-century swivel chair next to me laid with laden with unfolded laundry began to turn on its own. She was back and urging me to do my laundry. I will never know if she was real or if I just needed her to be real or perhaps if talking about ghosts being real or not 
misses the point entirely, which was, I felt a kinship with my ghost. We were an, uh, we were an otherworldly odd couple. Two mothers whose plans for our lives had changed dramatically without our input. We may have surrendered to our circumstances, but we were not quite ready to leave our home. Recently, after facing the most terrifying of all dark forces, the divorce lawyer, the for sale sign went up outside. The finger paintings came down inside and I finally said goodbye to my ghost. I thanked her for believing in me. I moved on. Now I love sitting on my new front porch under the star-shaped fairy lights watching life go by. Sometimes my ex-wife will roar up in her Jeep, music blaring, children in the back, and her fiancé next to her. And I smile, remember how thrilling it was to have been the passenger in her life. Ultimately, all I ever wanted was for our little family to be happy, in whatever form that took. If this isn't exactly what I pictured, at least we can lie down in our separate homes and rest in peace. What? That's like... That's like... That's so sad. It's so sad. But, like, she has such a great outlook on everything. Yeah. yeah. I, need to go out. I need to go out and get drinks with her. I think that's what I need to do. Right, girl, <laughs> we got you. Yeah. We'll buy a round for you. Mm-hmm. Two for two Tuesday. Two for this two one Tuesday. I don't have kids. <laughs> this is girl. Day. No, Don't son. say that. Uh-uh. Was I surprised? Whatever no. God chooses. And the ghost. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'd rather deal with the ghosts and kids. Um, that is intense. I'm glad that, yeah, she has a positive attitude. She does. She seems like a wonderful person, and that's crazy. Yeah, I appreciate that. The yeah. ghost was a mother as well, and and um... kind of supporting her. Not where mm-hmm. I thought this was gonna go, but I like that connection of motherhood. Yeah, you know, and like being like a nagging mother. But still looking out for her. It's like, no, you got to do it like this. It's like, no, I am a mother. Let me learn. Let me do it my way. But the ghost is like, no. (laughs) But what confuses me is that, um, so was it, was their marriage falling apart had anything to do with like some sort of negative energy in the home? That's Um, what I, I think that's like what we're trying to figure out. Like, mm -hmm. is it her partner that was haunted or was it the house uh, the way i saw it was that the house was haunted yeah maybe the ghost expedited this relationship that was going to expire anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at, at the end that's a blessing in disguise oh yeah mm-hmm. agreed like you know she had her babies and all, although it's not what she pictured at least everyone is happy and healthy, yeah. which is like the most important thing. Absolutely. Well, I hope um, she was able to find a new person like her ex was able to at least. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And if not, you don't need a significant other to be happy. That's just a plus. Well, you know? of course. And- but I, I mean, it seems like she's a hopeless romantic. And so I want her to have her true love. I'm sure she, I'm sure she is. If she hasn't already, maybe she just didn't mention it. Yeah. But she sounds, honestly, she sounds like she's I. She's yeah. like, okay, I'm yeah. just chilling That's here true. my front porch. That's exactly my what I'm My ex is rolling up with, with their new boo, and I don't care. I'm yeah. the same way. I'm like, man, I hope you forget about me. Don't. <laughs> 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 that way you don't ever think about me. Um, But, yeah, she's 
she sounds um like she acknowledged the haunting and I think she like acknowledged the haunting and acknowledged the turnout of life you know yeah mm-hmm. like you like you stayed in how she stayed it and it's not like the way you always pictured but it's still picture perfect because of her kids you know okay. and right yeah love she and her ex had for you know they have for their kids you know there's still that bond you know and that support right. I, i'm assuming that's just what it sounded like it yeah. did sound like that so at least there's that good yeah. story mm-hmm. cindy yeah thank you my turn what you got yeah. for us yeah your turn to okay um, this is a personal story that we got um, from. This is where Cindy tells us where we got it from because I can't remember. Um, sorry, I have to go into our email to look. Andrea, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Do you want me to look? No, I got it. This is from. David Leon. All right, David. It's David your time. is from Slash Vision Podcast and oh, they support us very well and we love them. So shout out to them. Check them out when you guys get a moment. It's another paranormal podcast. Thank yeah. you guys. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, this is the story that they sent us. So go for it. All Andrea. right. David from Slash Vision. Here we go. My wife and I have been together for 11 years, and ever since I met her, I have had so many paranormal experiences. Everything seems like a perfect storm with her. Her mom's house is built on a cemetery, no joke, and her dad's house is on land that was formerly used for a plantation. I'll get to those at a later time, but the one I want to tell you involves my wife. I worked nights a few years back and I just got to our apartment. My wife and a newborn daughter were asleep. We lived on the bottom floor and my daughter's window faced the parking lot. I parked across from that window. As soon as I got to the door, I realized that she locked the top lock. Rather than knock, I tried calling. No answer. So I figured I would go and sit in the car listen to some music and just wait. I didn't want to wake anyone. Well, as I was waiting, I saw what was a woman push the side of the blinds over and peek out. I figured, great, she got up and will unlock the door. I ran to the door and nothing. I sent a text, no answer. I went back to the car and they got up a few hours later I questioned as to why she looked and didn't see me. She told me she had been sleeping with the baby in our room, which was on the other side of the place away from the window. No explanation as to who was at the window. Other instances were lights going on and off and shadows walking throughout the hallways. None of them seemed malicious. We always felt like someone was looking at us while we slept. We would feel as if someone was sitting at the edge. I was asleep once and I felt a hand gently touch the side of my face. I turned to get after my wife because I know she likes to scare me. The apartments were brand new so I don't know how it could have happened. 
We later moved into a house and now we hear someone stomping upstairs. Whoever it is likes to stop at every bedroom door. My daughter, who is now five, will not go near the washroom. She says that a man is in there. We brushed it off as her imagination, but once realized she might be onto something. And she was upstairs playing near the loft window, which looks out to the front yard. She tells me, Daddy, there's a lady over there and she's scared. She doesn't know what to do. I tell her to get away from the window and go about the day. Two hours later, an ambulance shows up at that house. The next day, the neighbor that lives there asked us to keep a lookout for things while he's gone. His mother passed away alone in that house the day before while he was at work. We never had explanations for any of these things until last year when my wife let me in on something she did in her past. Her and her friends used an Ouija board at her mom's no. house because of all the activity that goes on there. My wife and her friends got creeped out as whoever they contacted kept responding. The bad part is that they did it numerous times. She's hard-headed, I guess. Because of that, I'm starting to think it's her that's haunted and not so much the places. Sorry for this long novel, but I have a lot more stories to tell if you wish. I love your shows and please keep it up. Thank you for your time. David. David. David, send us the rest of your stories. Yeah. This no, seriously. Awesome. This is amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, she's haunted AF. No, for sure. She needs to get laid. To play with Ouija board. <laughs> Why she not do that? I swear, most of our stories have an Ouija board story to it. Like, but it sounds like you're saying Louise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, this is the Italian <laughs> I got it from the Hasbro in Italy. Just me that heard that. I let it go the first time. No, you should have told me. Damn, y'all gonna make fun of me. All the booze gonna hear me now sounding like Luigi. Don't make fun of me. It's your turn now. It's true. I'm tired and I'm scared. So, anyways, what is rule number one we always tell everyone? Don't play with the Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do it. Don't play with that. Don't touch it. But all of them, of course, it's always when they're younger. So, like, obviously. Everyone knows now. Everyone, yeah, no, everyone knows now. No, there's still some people that are like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't, well, yeah, because they don't believe in it. But like, I'm talking about our booze, at least. They know not to play with it. I know. But damn, David, come back with the most. You, David. (laughs) (laughs) David. Um, yeah, that shit's free. I know. Eagle David. I can't even do it. <laughs> Moira. Moira. <laughs> you guys. Oh my god, what's the girl's name? I can't. Anyway. Um definitely send us more of your stories and you should definitely get your wife to send them some stories. Yes, please do. Yeah. yeah I wanna know I really want to know the details of her experience with her friends when she was younger. That would be a great story. Oh. 
All right, David, we're waiting for your stories, so send them over. But no pressure. Yeah, seriously. But for all of our other boots, thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate the love. Y'all need to send us some of your stories too, because we always, we would always, what am I saying? Right. Anyway, forgive me, guys. It is like almost midnight here. Okay. Anyway, we would love to get your stories, guys. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. <laughs> I'm gonna bring oh, up a Luigi no board. If y'all hear your stories, Luigi. <laughs> I think I'm playing too many games. I haven't played a game in forever because I've been working so much. Aww. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, booze, send us your stories, okay? You if can... you love us, if you truly love us and want to be in our clique, okay, or cult, fucking send your stories. Your stories, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your cousin, your best yes. friend, your one night stand, it does not matter. Just send it over. Your hairstylist. Yes. Your nail stylist. Oh, speaking of that, yeah. Oh my God, Daisy. Tell your hairstylist. Daisy, my girl from Jen Shen Studios. By the way, they're bomb.com, always leaving us on fleek and amazing. I, you know what? I'm about to send her a DM. Oh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> you guys can email us at hauntedandmanaspodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to give us a follow on Instagram. That's hauntedandmanaspodcast. And then also TikTok. It's, um, I don't really know what it's it is. But it's no fine. one understands what Andrea is saying. Oh, yeah. Um, For the love of God, it's Haunted Manas. I'm pretty I'm sure. Like... I haven't been on that in a hot minute, but it's okay. Oh, I need to get Facebook, on that. Facebook, Facebook. We are Haunted in Manas podcast on Facebook too. And then I believe that's it. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to episode number eight. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. How we I want to do a little Luigi character for this episode. <laughs> uh, uh. Y'all, thank you again. So. Adios. Y bye, y bye adios. adios.